reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. In those days then, in those days when there again was a great crowd without anything to eat, Jesus summoned the disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, because they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. If I send them away hungry to their homes, they will collapse on the way, and some of them have come a great distance. His disciples answered him, Where can anyone get enough bread to satisfy them here in this deserted place? Still he asked them, How many loaves do you have? They replied, Seven. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then taking the seven loaves, he gave thanks, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to distribute. And they distributed them to the crowd. They also had a few fish. He said the blessing over them and ordered them distributed also. They ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over. Seven baskets. There were about 4,000 people. He dismissed the crowd and got into the boat with his disciples and came to the region of Dalmanutra. The Gospel of the Lord. Today's Gospel, Jesus' heart was moved with pity for the crowd. Jesus' heart was all, all often broken in compassion. Today we see what he does for that infamous crowd he gave them food. Many other times he looked with compassion on all those who were suffering and sick and being brought to him. And one by one he went out to meet and heal them. Today we celebrate the World Day of Prayer for the Sick. We also celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Lourdes, which isn't a coincidence. Because of the great extension of the Lord's compassion in Lourdes, this has been a special day for prayer for the sick in general. If you read what I put in the bulletin last week, there'd still be copies here of Pope Benedict's letter for this day of, world, of the World Day of Prayer for the Sick. He describes particularly how Jesus continues to extend his compassion on those who are ill one by one. He does it in particular in the sacraments of healing, Pope Benedict said. Sacraments of healing are the sacraments of the anointing of the sick, sacraments of confession. There are miracles that happen through the sacrament of the anointing of the sick at a physical level. But at a spiritual level, as long as someone is always open, there is the miracle of a soul that's been restored and strengthened. Likewise, in the sacrament of confession, where the whole church exists just for that one person coming contrite at that moment, there's always a miracle that's far greater than raising a human being from the dead. It's the miracle of restoring a dead soul to life that will continue forever. It's in these ways that Jesus continues to show his compassion. The first reading, we had the great sins that the Jews got into as a result, or the Israelites, if you want to be more specific, got into because of Jeroboam, how we had built these false altars, how we had gone back, essentially, to the ways that, of idolatry in Egypt and in their fleeing in the desert, in the adoration of the golden calf. Every sin is essentially 
the worship of some other idol, something that we put as more important than the Lord, to which we give greater allegiance. And the Lord with compassion looks on us and offers us these sacraments of healing. Likewise in Lourdes, when you go to Lourdes, there are the famous medically documented miracles over the course of the centuries that have been written up in many books to the astonishment of doctors across the globe. But there are many more ordinary miracles. The people who have received the sacrament in the anointing of the sick, the hundreds of millions who have gone to receive the sacrament of confession. Today, as we celebrate this World Day of Prayer for the Sick, we're called to cooperate with the Lord in this great ministry of compassion. We see in the Gospel that Jesus didn't do everything out of nothing. He could have worked this great miracle from scratch. He could have said, they're hungry? Okay. Table full of filet mignon. Table full of mille folie for dessert. Let's have the best soups there. Let's have swordfish over there. Let's make sure that we have a good hors d'oeuvre table with all types of choice meat and cheese. He didn't. He said, what do you have? They brought forward seven little pieces of bread and a few fish. The Lord began there, and that's how he worked his miracle. So as the Lord continues to look with compassion on the crowd today, he can do all the work himself, but he doesn't want to. He wants our help. He says, what do you have? You might have the ability to listen well. The Lord will start there to be able to stretch out his healing heart. You may have the ability to work very hard and lift. There will be a lot of handicapped people who will need those strong arms. You may have the ability to just write a beautiful card or draw a beautiful picture. The Lord will make use of those as well. But on this great day as we pray for the sick and the suffering, we're also called in the Lord to respond with compassion, to become in him true good Samaritans, crossing the street with the gifts that the Lord's given us just like he and his providence had given whoever had those seven pieces of bread and those few fish. He's given us particular talents that he wants us to return to him in this work of the church of continuing Jesus' compassionate love until the end of time. If we do so, we will harvest in abundance far more than the seven baskets with which the apostles left.